Welcome to Quick Hits. If this is your first time with us, thanks for being here. If you've been with us a few times so far, welcome back. This is a bi-weekly episode designed to provide value by zooming in on a singular topic. The goal for us is to have you walk away as the listener with practical application and hopefully to spur on some thoughts about what could be. So for this episode, I would file this under leadership attributes and then have like a subfolder of motivation slash inspiration. So if you were going to define motivation, what would you say? What comes to mind when you think about inspiration? These words get thrown around a ton in the business world, but what do they mean to you? Maybe pump up music and pregame speeches? Watching the 100 and 102-year-old runners break world records. If you haven't looked that up, you probably should. Or maybe it's a far-reaching goal that you want to achieve at some point this year or in the next five years. Or maybe even it's a person, like your spouse or your kids, or potentially somebody specific uh, that you've heard speak, like Inky Johnson or Carrie Lorenz. Going through the process of creating content for this podcast causes me to think through things that I just kind of maybe don't think through. So here's a one-liner for motivation that I came up with. Something that increases my desire for taking action. So to me, motivation is something that increases my desire for taking action. In my opinion, though, this is where I miss. This is where most of us miss. We stop. We get fired up by a pregame speech and then get knocked off our cleats on the first series out on the field. We see the 100-year-old running and think, if they can do it, I really don't have any excuses. But then we realize that running is hard, and waking up early is unnatural. In my opinion, it's totally unnatural. Even something as strong as wanting to have a better life for our kids than when what we had when we were growing up, that's not enough most times. Because taxes become due, sleep gets deprived, people get sick, and now we're just trying to survive day to day. I'm not saying that I'm against motivation or that those things I mentioned before aren't inspirational. I love this stuff. I, I, I genuinely love this stuff. And actually, at the end of this episode or towards the end, I'll give you one of my very favorite inspirational stories to look up. But to me, it goes back to something that my mentor, John Nelson, said when I was around 13 years old. I was a kid <laughs> that never wanted to be indoors. Always, I would rather be playing baseball or climbing trees or throwing rocks at something. So John one day was asking me how school was going. And I told him something to the effect of, I really don't like school. I'd rather be outside doing stuff that's fun. And it's really, really hard for me to be motivated to do my homework because it's just so boring. Now, his response was classic. Steve, I get it. I love fishing and playing sports too, but let me tell you something. I've found that most people wait for inspiration to come to them. They wait to be motivated before taking action, but the secret is to get moving. More often than not, inspiration follows action, not the other way around. Now, as a punk teenager, I <laughs> didn't really respond well, I'm sure, but what he said over 20 years ago has stayed with me. More often than not, inspiration follows action, not the other way around. So 
here's where I've lived most days. I have to set up my environment to have as much opportunity as possible to take action since most times I won't be inspired to action. So to me, it's small stuff because I know I'm genuinely want to change, but I'm more often than not, not going to take action on the thing. So here's a few things that I've done to help me get motivated or to help me actually take action. Number one, get clothes ready for the next day before going to bed tonight. Here's another thing. I make coffee, as I've talked about, in an AeroPress, but in order to have the water for the AeroPress, I need a kettle. So the night before, I put the kettle on the stove full of water for the coffee. When it's days to go running and work out, I know I need as little variable as possible in the morning because I hate waking up. So I put my running stuff or my workout clothes out by the back door. I'm talking my shoes, my socks, it, every, all of it. Everything is there. My earbuds, all of it is waiting for me. Another thing I do, and it's not just mornings that I struggle, but basically I, I struggle a lot in the morning. So I have about 16 ounces of water waiting for me with apple cider vinegar in it on the counter. So all I have to do when I wake up in the morning is I walk in the kitchen, I pick that thing up and drink it, then put my clothes on for working out, put my earbuds in, have my podcast ready to go or sermons or whatever I'm listening to that morning and just go. Another thing, I plan out quarterly goals with the full focus planner. Talk about that a little bit more in a little while here. I set reminders on my phone and in my Outlook calendar like every day. Like I, many times I have been in conversation with somebody and I'll say, hey, hold on a second. I don't want to forget this. I'll take my phone and say, hey, Siri. I don't want to say it too loud because my phone's going to then respond to me. And then I'll say the thing. Remind me in an hour to call John or whatever. Uh, I also do stuff with my diet. Uh, it doesn't have to do with losing weight. It's just a mental game that I play with myself so that I can be ready for the weekend. For example, I remove periodically a th something that from my diet that I enjoy, and then I save it for the weekends in order to separate out the day-to-day -day from rest. So it's kind of like a celebration. The weekend's here. Now I'm going to eat pizza or cookies or whatever. I know it's weird, maybe, but these are some things that I do. Um, I plug in my phone right when I get in the car so I can listen to podcasts or books before I turn on like a radio station or whatever. And then it just becomes a habit. It just becomes a habit. Now, this is the thing that I do. I listen to books and podcasts, but it started off with my five minute commute. So let me break that down for you. 10 minutes of a commute per day. So I have a five minute commute to work, five minute commute home. So no excuses if you have a short commute. But if you have a 10 minute commute five days a week, that equals 200 minutes ish per month. If you multiply that by 12 months, that now equals a person that listens to books and podcasts. Now you're that guy, but it's only five minutes a day, but you got to start somewhere. Now, the last thing I've got is surrounding myself with inspired people and asking questions. So people that seem to be perpetually inspired help me to be inspired. And I ask them questions. So then it comes down to, you got all this stuff, but you got to take action on one thing. Like just take action on one thing. I believe what John said is true. And I've seen it in my own life. 
it's really not a lack of knowledge that separates people. It's lack of action. So let me just run through a couple resources that have helped me keep going. Here they are. And I want to say, side note, uh, please don't judge CCB by by my list below, but feel free to judge me as much as you want. So when I'm feeling like I need to just hammer through emails, I go to the Sounds of Power, in parentheses, epic background music. Sounds of Power, epic background music. You can find it on YouTube. And when I play that, for whatever reason, now I feel like I'm going to slay dragons versus giving updates on the PTO schedule. When I want to give up, go to YouTube. Type in Team Hoyt or Dick and Rick Hoyt, H-O-Y-T. This is the uh, motivational, inspirational story that I referenced earlier. One of the best. When I need to shake the cobwebs loose in 10 minutes or less, maybe I need to write something, maybe I have a presentation, or I just need to separate out from the hard conversation to this next conversation, and I've got less than 10 minutes, here goes. Watch Ben Folds compose a song live for an orchestra. So you go to YouTube, Ben Folds composes a song live for orchestra. He does it in 10 minutes. It's amazing. What if you don't want to do something like that? You just want to get hype. Play Drake, Future, Eminem, Metallica, Judas Priest, on and on and on. All clean versions, of course. Drop down and do 50 push-ups. Here's another resource, the Full Focus Planner by Michael Hyatt. I talked about that a few minutes ago. Uh, This thing is very intense. I've talked about it many times on the podcast, but it helps you hit big goals by breaking them down into smaller, actionable items. It does take a lot of time, but I promise you it helps you take those steps forward towards your big goals. A few books that I highly recommend that have helped me keep moving, that help me move. Atomic Habits by James Clear. If you're going to pick up one book this year about getting stuff done and understanding how your brain works and why you do the things you do and then changing your habits, Atomic Habits by James Clear, get it. Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk or Vaynerchuk. Gary V. Uh, Crush It and then there's Crushing It. I would start with Crush It. It's awesome. Uh, Get you moving. The Motive by Patrick Lencioni. It's one of his newest books, or I think it is his newest book. It's so good. Just leave it at that. Those are all available available on Audible as well. Last and probably most important resource that I mentioned earlier, but I'm coming back to it, are the people around you. Jim Rohn said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Let me say that again. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Here's what I'm saying. If you hang out, if I hang around people that are, you know, yeah, but kind of people, then I'm likely, you're likely going to end up being a yeah, but kind of person. Here's what I mean by that. A yeah, but kind of person finds a reason to not do something like just in any situation hey, we should go to the movie. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, Hey, we should, you know, totally stop eating Doritos and let's start working out. Yeah, but I like Doritos. Oh man, maybe we should read a book instead of watching Netflix. Yeah, but watching Netflix. These yeah, but people will drag you down. So look around. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. How do you fix this? I don't have a silver bullet for you. But here's my advice. Get a mentor. 
Pursue someone that is ahead of you. Ask to cover specific topics at a specific time at a specific place. I meet with John, who is my mentor I referenced before. I meet with him on the first Thursday of every month at 7 a.m. at a local diner for breakfast. Last week, we weren't able to do the, the breakfast thing, so we met virtually because we couldn't get together physically, but we still did this thing, and it was very, very beneficial. The last thing I'll say is this. Motivation should not just be external. It should be internal. Like So hitting mile markers like cutting time off of your mile if you're a runner, hitting profit goals if you're a business person, going on a family vacation if you've got a family you want to go with, decreasing personal debt, all of those things are great, but they're not going to sustain. I encourage you, I encourage all of us to let our vision of a better future state pull us into action and then let your action feed your vision so that your vision keeps growing and it pulls you back into action and so on and so forth. That's it for this episode. If you have enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to pass it along to somebody and more importantly, take action on it. If you are so inclined, you can go to whatever app you are currently using to stream this episode and give us a review, preferably five stars and maybe some words of encouragement. Thank you so much for your time. And as always, from all of us at CCB, thanks for listening. <laughs>